You're listening to Mind Body Boss with Michelle Stevenette, episode 21 Avoidance. Welcome to Mind Body Boss. This is the podcast for people who know our minds and bodies are connected, they affect one another, and the more we learn how they operate, the more we get to be the boss of our life experience. I'm your host, Michelle Stevenette. Hello and welcome to the podcast today. I'm Michelle Stevenette, your host. And today we're talking about avoidance. And I'm just going to tell you right now that I've got sweaty palms and my heart is racing because recording podcast episodes is kind of terrifying. <laughs> I'll be honest. So I'm always super proud of myself for having the courage to do another episode. But today, avoidance. Uh, is really ironic topic for me because not just because you know it's scary for me to do these I don't really avoid these I have gotten to a place where I I just know I'm going to be a little bit fearful and that's okay but I realized that uh, when I chose the topic it was well before I had kind of a defining moment where I realized I've really been avoiding something so I'm going to share that with you in a moment but the reason I want to talk about avoidance in part at least is because when we realize what we're avoiding is actually not as difficult or as scary as we might think, it really does help us to gain power over our own, like, quote unquote, monsters a bit, and to have kind of that confidence to do or to be or to accomplish whatever we want to in our life. So a few things that I have found myself avoid over the years, and maybe you relate, I have avoided paperwork like bills and mail and and also like money <laughs> I've avoided having to deal with things like that just because I don't find it to be very fun <laughs> it's sort of a work for me so I've avoided that I've avoided things like swimsuit shopping <laughs> I've avoided um you know certain conversations maybe or um, my to-do list, or like phone calls that I need to make. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to make those phone calls, or schoolwork, or housework. There's a lot of things that we might tend to avoid doing, right? And I think of this sort of as like, you know, those little kids who will cover their eyes and they think that you can't see them. Like there's some some developmental stage there where little kids will cover their eyes and they think that because they can't see you that you can't see them and I feel like sometimes that's what we might do when we're avoiding we cover our eyes and we feel kind of safe and like all is well for the time being but as soon as we take our hands off our eyes then the thing that we thought we were avoiding is actually still there (laughs) right and so I think as we, you know, as you get past that little toddler stage or whatever we start and you know become a teenager or an adult Avoidance is often more in the form of just ignoring things or, you know, usually when we ignore things, then there's often some form of escape or a numbing type of activity, whether it's food or social media or some type of entertainment or really just anything that would take our mind somewhere else that feels more desirable than what we are experiencing in the present. Well, I had a dream maybe two months ago, maybe a little less where I, a monster was chasing me. So maybe you've had this type of dream. And this monster was sort of a combination of like a dinosaur and like Sasquatch. Like he was, I don't know if he was kind of reptilian, but kind of in a man shape. And he had like hair and stuff coming off him. Anyways, he was kind of this freaky monster chasing me. 
and I'm running and running and you know that terror in your gut when you're running in a dream and you know you can't run fast enough. So that's what I was experiencing. And as I was running away, I I had this thought like, it's going to catch me. There's no way that I'm going to get away from this monster. And so I had the courage to just turn around and face this monster in my dream, which I've never done before. So I was actually kind of proud of myself. I'm like, I'm just going to turn and face it and ask this scary monster what it wants of me. It's probably going to eat me alive. I'm going to die, but he's going to catch me and eat me or I can turn and face it and be eaten (laughs) right here. So that was sort of my logic, I guess, in my dream. So I turned and faced the monster and I was like, what do you want? (laughs) What do you want from me? And I was fully expecting him to just like attack and devour my limbs or whatever. So, but what happened was as soon as I asked it what it wanted, this monster transformed. It was still a monster, but it turned into a white skinned Frankenstein. You're all going to think I'm a crazy lady. I'm sharing my crazy dream white skinned Frankenstein. And he was kind of handsome, but he was still a monster, but he became super charming all of a sudden and quite benign. And he told me that what he wanted was for me to take him to Nordstrom to buy him a suit because he didn't have any clothes. He didn't have a shirt on. (laughs) Okay. Feeling a little vulnerable sharing my dreams, but there you go. Do with it what you will. So anyways, the moral of the story was that I realized that the running from the monster was way scarier, way more terror-inducing than facing the monster. And I was really proud of myself that I had the courage to turn and face him as opposed to just falling victim to this monster and whatever horror was bound to ensue once it caught up to me. Now, avoidance, this topic, um makes me think a lot about shame because if we're feeling shameful, it's really natural for us to hide and not let anyone know at all costs to just avoid. And yet the solution to shame or anything else that we're wanting to hide from or avoid, the solution is to face it, to shed some light on it, to give it some attention. And this is how my monster transformed. And this is how any monster loses its power. It's by us facing it rather than just closing our eyes, pretending it's not there or running away. And I believe that when we do face the monsters or the scary things, we usually learn that even if it's, it is a monster, it's actually a lot less scary than we imagined. And the fear dissipates and whatever is needed to solve this is more than likely totally doable or figure outable. I could totally take him to Nordstrom (laughs) buy him a suit. (laughs) Okay. So here's what I just discovered this past weekend that I've been avoiding. Little backstory. When I completed my health coach certification and my life coach certification, part of that was that we needed to choose a niche and that was not something that was totally required in order to become certified, but it was something that we were taught to do and all the reasons why. And for a second, when I was thinking about a niche, I did have this thought that I should coach teenagers. Well, I dismissed that as kind of a not very good idea for a number of different reasons. I didn't really want to do that at the time. And so then I just kind of kept moving forward and I never really nailed down another, any kind of niche. I sort of struggled to really define what that was going to be. And in the meantime, I knew I would come up with one, but I just wasn't really sure yet what it was. 
And in the meantime, I just knew I needed to start a podcast. I needed to start sharing what I had to share. I knew that I was ready to teach the principles that I had learned, you know, what I had to offer. And so I moved forward. I started this podcast. I just started creating content, teaching, sharing, putting things out in the world and coaching people that wanted my help. All right. So at girls camp just this past summer, I had a few small experiences and then one big one where I just knew that teenagers are my people, that this is who I'm called to speak to. This is who I need to be serving. And I felt really good about it. And I felt really peaceful. And I wrote about it in my journal and I came home and I shared it with my mastermind business friends and I shared it with my husband. I just felt really good about this. But there was a part of me that didn't quite want to commit to it. I still had some doubts and I thought, okay, well, it's really, I feel called to serve maybe the older teenagers and young college age girls. That's who I should speak to. And so as many of you probably know, I kind of started heading into that direction. I'm like, this is who I'm going to serve. And as things have moved forward, I've had multiple little additional experiences and things that keep leading me more towards the LDS teen girls as opposed to the college girls. And I've just been feeling like, no, that's actually where I'm supposed to be. And so this past weekend, as I went to a business conference and I had to fill out a name tag and write down my title, I had this defining moment. (laughs) I was standing there with my Sharpie, wrote my name, and then I had to write down my title. And at that moment, I was like, Michelle, are you going to keep avoiding this is the thought that I had in my head. And I was like, no, it is time to embrace this. I need to coach teens. So I wrote on my name tag, teen coach. And that took some effort and it was scary. And even right now, as I say it, my heart started beating a little bit harder. (laughs) So all weekend long, as I talked to people and met people, made conversation, they saw my tag that I'm a teen coach. I told myself that's what I do. I am a teen coach. I'm a health coach, life coach. I help teenagers. I stepped into it. I decided to stop avoiding it. And it actually feels a bit like a relief. And I had one woman even say to me, I bet you are in really high demand. (laughs) And I just smiled. I actually really do want to help teenage girls especially LDS teenage girls. And I know that I do have some unique strengths that will help me to do just that. And I have been avoiding it. And now that I've turned my face to it, I'm giving it some attention. It's not as scary. Although I still am having some physical responses. I'm sweating. (laughs) But this thing that I've been avoiding is something that I know is doable. And it seems a little bit strange to me now to think that I have been avoiding it so much. So... What is something that you avoid? Are you avoiding housework? Are you avoiding a difficult conversation? Are you avoiding schoolwork? Are you avoiding your body? If we have some courage to just give whatever we are avoiding some love and attention, the fear dissipates. The scariness, the power of the thing we're avoiding dissipates. It loses its power. And here's the truth. If we are avoiding something, chances are because we're a little bit fearful or worried or self-conscious or ashamed. And so we ignore and avoid. But it doesn't go away. It will still be there when you take your hands off your face. No matter what it is, avoiding it 
will never solve it. And I know avoiding can help us to function temporarily if needed, but ultimately facing our own personal monsters, so to speak, is what gives us the ability, the power, the authority, the strength to generate the experience that we want and really the life that we want. And one of the big messages from this business conference that I attended was this idea of don't wait, just do it scared. (laughs) Meaning don't wait until you think you're going to feel comfortable with fill in the blank. Don't wait until you think it will be easy to do blank. Rather, have some courage and watch yourself do it. See what you can do. Show yourself what you can do, even though it might not feel comfortable. There is peace and confidence on the other side. When you move through the discomfort, there is peace and confidence on the other side. So stop avoiding whatever it is you might be avoiding. Just face whatever you need to face. Show yourself what you can do. Love yourself enough to do it for you. And you can totally be scared. You can totally be unmotivated or full of shame, whatever it is, and still do the thing that you know that you really should do. And this is one of the biggest ways that you can build your relationship with you and gain confidence in you and deepen your ability to love you and to be able to generate the life that you really want to experience and thereby become the person who can do and give and serve and be a light to everyone else. All right, avoidance. Give that some thought. What are you avoiding? And go do it. I would love to hear if there's something you have been avoiding that you now are doing. So it would make my whole entire day if you emailed me. Because you know what? Guess what? I'm actually still pretty close to the beginning of my business building. And I'm totally accessible right now. I answer emails. Did you know that? So if you email me, I will answer it. (laughs) So I can't promise that that will be the case forever. I might not be able to down the road. But right now, I'm accessible. Feel free to email me. And as part of this newfound statement that I am going to be focusing on teens. I am taking 10 girls. I already have several signed up, but I am taking 10 girls through a program for free. All you have to do is email me and let me know you want in. Um, I have probably four slots left at this time. So depending on when you hear this, give me an email if you know someone that might be interested, and I will let you know if I still have availability for that program. I'm trying to run it between now and Christmas. So kind of short notice. So anyhow, give me an email. My email is just M and then my last name, Stevenette at gmail.com. I will put it in show notes. Feel free to give me a shout out. Email me. All right, friends. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be back here again next Wednesday just for you. Have a lovely rest of your week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, would you mind sharing it with your friends and maybe even leave a review to help others find this podcast? That would just be terrific. For information about working with me, please visit my website, michellestevenet.com. That's michelle, S-T-E-V-E-N-E-T-T.com.